0: Hello, Yankee fans. It's Stacey Gotsoulias. It is December 15th, 8, 18 p.m., and it was just announced that the Yankees got Carlos Rodon. So we're going to talk about it on this live, unexpectedly live episode of Locked on Yankees. You are locked on Yankees. Your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay. So I wasn't doing, I was supposed to do a live show tonight, and then didn't feel well, still don't feel well, and was going to do a normal, hey, let's do a throwback Thursday episode. And I was putting it off to record at eight o'clock. And then the news came across the wire around 7.57 p.m. that the Yankees got Carlos Rodon. This isn't surprising because people were expecting him to go to the Yankees. There were no real rumors about him going anywhere else. And... The Yankees got their man. So I have my phone in front of me and all of the info, or at least, you know, the info that's coming out shortly. Now, the first tweet that I saw was John Heyman, who said, "Rodone to Yankees. It was spelled correctly. Nothing was wrong with it. But people were wondering if, you know, he was right just because of what happened with Judge. And, you know, it's fair to wonder. And then it came out. More details came out that it was a six-year, $162 million deal for Rodone. Then it came out that full no trade and Brendan Cuddy of NewJersey.com said that there was no opt-outs at any point. So Rodone wanted to be a Yankee, and well, now he is. So this is exciting. This is what an offseason for the Yankees, huh? This actually kind of um, messes with the plan I had for the live show, talking about Steve Cohen versus Hal Steinbrenner. I'm still going to do that tomorrow, but things are a little different now with this signing. So six years, $162 million. That's a pretty good deal there. Um, The Yankees are going all in. I kind of said it after they lost to the Astros. That might have been the best case scenario. They were... Embarrassed in the ALCS, and I think that's a better outcome than seeing them lose in six or seven because they were embarrassed on a national stage, and I think that really lit a fire under Hal Steinbrenner's rear end, and that's why we're here right now with Carlos Rodon. So that is quite a rotation right now. You have the ace. Nestor Cortez, which I know annoys a lot of people when I say that, Garrett Cole, you got Luis Severino, you got Frankie Montas, you got Carlos Rodon. Then you got other guys who can pitch as starters as well, not just those guys, because, you know, Jameson Tyon went to the Cubs. He did a nice job with the Yankees for the two years that he was here, but he went to the Cubs on that four year, $68 million deal. And yeah, so Carlos Rodon, this is pretty exciting. And if I'm not mistaken, his agent is Scott Boris is having one hell of a one hell of an off season here. Wow. So no Nathan Ivaldi, which I was talking about on yesterday's show. I didn't want Nathan Ivaldi. E- no offense to him. I just, again, as I said yesterday, didn't feel like a reunion would have done anything for him. I felt like it could have been like a Javi Vasquez redo. Redux what's the word so I know I'm very happy about this I'm shocked and relieved that it happened this early 10 days before Christmas what a lovely Christmas present Yankee fans got Carlos Rodon in case you're just joining here Carlos Rodon six years 162 million dollars I'm pretty happy about this I forgot to open the chat I am so yes okay Ruben, I agree. Get Benintendi or, you know, get some sort of left fielder. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind Benintendi. I've said it about eight times on the show. And um, yeah, that's what they need to do to finish everything. So they got the starter that they needed and a really good starter. Let's I'm going to pull up the numbers. I'm so sorry. This all happened so last minute. And as I said, I wasn't really I wasn't expecting to go live tonight. And uh, Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner, Carlos Rodon, and Scott Boris had completely different ideas for all of us. So um, being booed at home doesn't help Hal. Well, that's true, too, Kingara. Um, I really, and I've said this before, I really think that Hal getting booed by the fans, and that was before they were embarrassed by the Astros, him getting booed at Jeter's ceremony really did a number on him. And he did not want anyone else to do that he wanted this offseason to be good so they bring judge back they bring anthony rizzo back they get carlos rodone tommy Cainley comes back now that's a small deal but hey it's another bullpen arm yes uh vinnie um i said it last week on the show that if brian cashman can somehow trade hicks for a breathing living human being And have it be not that bad a a trade, I will not say anything bad about Brian Cashman for a full year. And actually, at this point, I probably shouldn't say anything bad about Brian Cashman because this is quite an offseason for everyone. It's really amazing what they've done. Um, I'm happy about this because, you know, the last offseason was the lockout. We didn't have anything to be happy about. Then that trade that brought Donaldson IKF and Bren. Bren. Ben Rortvet over, who we still haven't seen play. That happened just before the season started. And yeah, so this, this offseason off is just completely different than last year. R.C. Cola. Who do we trade Glaber and company for now? <laughs> I really don't want Glaber to go. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like he improved in the second half, and I always joke that. It's because his baby's getting older, and I think he's finally sleeping through the night, and I think Glaber will be a little better. But he is very hot and cold, Glaber Torres, because when he's on, he's great. He's one of the better players in baseball, but when he's off, watching him at the plate is just not fun, watching him flail away, swinging at horrible pitches. Um, I don't think... I mean, the Yankees don't really need to trade him for anyone, right? Because there's still guys that they can get in left field. There's also a possibility that, you know, I said this too, they could just settle for Oswaldo, not settle, but Oswaldo Cabrera could also play left field and <laughs> trade trade Hicks and Donaldson for balls and cracker jacks. That would be an amazing trade. Um, don't know if it would work, but yeah, that would be an amazing trade. Donaldson, as I said on other shows, it was so surprising that his defense played or stayed good while he was just awful at the plate. You know, for someone his age, 37 is baseball old, especially playing in, in field position where you're constantly diving and running after balls. And, you know, he did a pretty good job. I mean, was he gold glove worthy? No, but, you know, he was better than the guy to the left of him on the field last year, um, at least defensively, not offensively. So in case you're just joining, Carlos Rodon 6 years, 162 million dollars, the Yankees are making major moves this offseason, thank goodness. It's uh it's looking good. This is feeling not quite not quite like the offseason between 08 and 09, but it's pretty damn close when you look at the money. Now, of course, Judge is a big chunk of that money, but I think the combo of the Yankees getting swept in the ALCS by Houston and Steve Cohen buying everyone up with the Mets and, you know, scooping everyone up in free agency in the NL. Hal was like, I can do that too. Let's go. So in a moment, we'll keep talking about this, but, you know, it's a show. And uh, I think I forgot to do my proper intro too. So I apologize. I just was completely caught off guard by this. Um, (laughs) You know they had to do this during Thursday night football. How dare they? So in a moment, we'll talk more about this and keep asking questions and, you know, leaving comments. And what do you think about Rodon? And what do you think about the Yankees getting him? I think it's great. It's one of the better moves that they've made in a really long time. But first, when you're, you're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks, a few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, speaking of YouTube... We passed 1,600 subscribers, which is about 1,590 more than I ever thought we'd have. So thank you for that. I appreciate everyone who watches us on YouTube. It's really cool. I don't think they're going to sign anyone else. Oh, who cares about that damn tax? The Yankees make so much money that they really shouldn't care. I think the problem in baseball is that all these teams can spend money, but they choose not to. And you need owners like Hal and Steve Cohen to be like, yeah, no, we're just going to sign all these guys and give out all this money and make the rest of you look bad. So, (laughs) yeah, I. The luxury tax is just silly, I think. Baseball needs a salary floor. They may need a cap at some point, but they definitely need a floor because some of these teams are just being cheap just to be cheap. And I feel bad for the fan bases who have to root for the teams that never do anything and barely make the playoffs and don't care. And it's just bad. Like Yankee fans always talk about, we haven't made a World Series since 2009. It's the worst thing ever. Try being a fan of a team that never makes the playoffs or hasn't made the playoffs in, you know, close to a decade or something like that. And their team never does anything other than trade all their good players away. <laughs> you know, let's see. Well, that would be, yes, RC Cola. Uh, RC Cola says, I wish we could unload Donaldson and Hicks and get Swanson. He would be, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be shallow here, but I wouldn't mind looking at Swanson. Swanson. although he'd have to cut his hair which um well maybe not because the Yankees allow Cole to have kind of you know I mean Cole's hair would not have been allowed um years ago George would have made him cut that so maybe the Yankees are getting a little lenient with their hair stuff and hey maybe Dansby Swanson can come here and um you know that would be something I don't know if that would happen Actually, yeah, yes, Justin, uh, pretty much. I mean, the fans pressured them. And was, honestly, the ALCS, the way it went, was just such an embarrassment. Um, not quite as embarrassing as going up 3-0 and losing to Boston in 2004. But pretty close. Pretty close. Um, getting swept and not even winning a game in a series and then the team goes on to win the World Series and it's the team that keeps knocking you out of the playoffs and making you look silly and yeah it finally got under Hal's skin and he realized they needed to do something so I'm gonna look at Twitter just because um, I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything about the Rodon move but this is amazing news for us isn't it Yeah. And fans of other teams are reacting also to the news because there are other teams, as I said, not doing anything. And they're watching as the Padres do things and the Giants do things and the Mets do things and the Yankees do things. And the fans from, you know, Minnesota are sitting there going, is anything going to happen here? Are we going to sign anyone at this point? Yeah, I don't really see anything new about the Rodone news other than, and I said this at the beginning, if, in case you missed it, six years, $162 million, no opt-outs, and a no trade clause. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Justin, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that John Heyman's tweet was the first one that I saw, and I was pleasantly surprised that there were no typos, but I also was just waiting for someone else to say, yeah, no, this is actually true. And you can believe John Heyman. He's right. The Yankees did get Rodone. And it's real. You're not imagining it. Because I also said that. I believe I said that, right? Let me look. I, um, I like to joke on Twitter about certain things. And I think I said, yeah, I said, don't lie to me, John. <laughs> and he did not. So And the funniest thing is, this happened, I believe, right after the Yankees hot stove show ended on Yes. So, yes, R.C. Cola. Yes. Although I, it says, quite the Southpaw upgrade from Montgomery, huh? With a laughing face. I liked Montgomery and... I feel like he got a raw deal from the Yankees. You know, there was that stretch that he had in 2021. It was like a month and a half where the team just didn't score for him and he pitched fine and they were kind of doing it again this year. And I don't know, you know, when he went to the Cardinals, you know, some stuff came out about his time with the Yankees and I kind of felt bad for him. He did everything that they needed him to do. He came back from the arm surgery and, You know, they just, uh, I didn't like the way they traded him. But it worked out okay. Harrison Bader seems really cool. And, you know, when he came back, he came back with um, a fire in that belly of his, hitting home runs when he normally doesn't hit home runs. And he was great in the playoffs. And, yeah. But having that left-handed arm in the rotation with the kind of stuff that Rodon throws, I talked about it on yesterday's show, can't remember which account it was, but someone showed him when he was on the White Sox striking out Aaron Judge a few times. And, you know, I actually liked watching Rodone pitch when he was on the White Sox. As much as you can like someone on an opposing team, I wouldn't say like. Respect? Does that make more sense? When you watch an opposing pitcher and you realize your team's not really doing much and you you watch how the guy works and you're just impressed by what he does. And Rodone was one of those guys for me. Yes, Justin. Justin says, my offseason winner so far, the Mets, the Yankees, San Diego, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Texas. That's right. Can't forget Texas. They made some moves there. And the losers, Los Angeles, both Chicago clubs. Well, I mean, the Cubs are doing some stuff and I think they had I don't know they're, they were attached to someone earlier today and I can't remember who it was if someone knows who it was please leave it in the chat because it's not coming to me right now and I mentioned Minnesota yeah they're not doing anything and Boston Boston DFA'd Jeter Downs so I think it's safe to say that the Dodgers won the Mookie Betts trade Trade. so yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's true, RC Cola. Um R. C. Cola said it was an unceremonious end to Monty's tenure, but without Bader, we don't save face in the playoffs. Not that there was much to save. Seriously, Bader was one of the <laughs> one of the good things about the playoffs in twenty twenty two because there wasn't you know, after the Guardians series. Yeah. Bader, I'm looking forward to a full season of Bader. I really am. He he really embraced being a Yankee and it's the whole hometown boy being from Bronxville and that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yankee fans and media need to keep up the pressure and demand even more from Hal and Brian Cashman. Keep raising their standards. I still need more to compete. With. Yeah, well, yes, true. De- I, I think they should. I think they should forget about the luxury tax and try and get someone who's an established left fielder to play left field again. No offense to Oswaldo Cabrera, he was doing a really great job everywhere they put him last year, and. You know, he had a nice number of outfield assists and, you know, I feel like he could be, they can plug him in somewhere. I kind of want Oswaldo Cabrera to be what I think IKF might be this season because I really can't see them. After what happened toward the end of the year, even though they gave him that $6 million, I can't see them start him at shortstop. I really can't. Um... I feel like maybe Oswaldo Cabrera could be the super utility guy instead. You know, we don't know what we're getting from DJ LeMayhew. Still haven't really heard anything about DJ LeMayhew when it comes to his injury. Because I said a couple of weeks ago, I think they were waiting to see if he needed surgery still. It's like, how long are you going to wait? Because we're only 106 days away from opening day. Saw that earlier. I did not think of that on my own. I saw that earlier on Twitter. Yes, Brian Reynolds is still available. I'm actually surprised he wasn't picked up by anyone else. Um, you know, Toronto got Kevin Kiermeyer, And not that teams were really clamoring for Kevin Kiermeyer because his game is kind of falling off a bit. You know, some of these guys, you don't realize, not that they're old, old, but they've been around a while. And, you know, you kind of forget and you think to yourself, oh, yeah, right, he is that old now because Kevin Kiermeyer has been around for a really long time. The Brian Brian Reynolds would be a nice um, addition. Right. That's what I'm afraid of, Vinny. I'm afraid that Pittsburgh's going to want too much. Um, And, like, the Yankees aren't trading Volpe. Volpe's not going anywhere. And I don't want them trading Peraza. I would like for them to play Peraza, unlike what they did (laughs) last year (laughs) at the – end of or yeah the end of the season and then they play him in the playoffs and then decide to put ikf back in and well you saw what happened there so in a moment we'll keep continuing this conversation but first hold on doing this live is hard because there we go (laughs) but first BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and eSports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. Bet on those Knicks. They're doing well. Bet on the Rangers, the Devils, the Islanders, all the New York sports, and any other teams that you may like. I know not everyone who likes the Yankees likes New York sports, but if you go to bet online, you can bet on anything. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. There we go. Uh, I don't, mm, I like, I like Peraza. I like what I, I liked what I saw from him. You know, he's young. He really didn't have a problem playing. You know, he didn't make any like major mistakes. And, you know, he had a few games where he was just hitting the ball. You know, he's not crushing the ball, but he was hitting the ball steadily. And, you know, he just seemed really cool, calm and collected. And I liked what I saw from him. Oh, I wonder about that, too. RC Cola, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, do we go after Otani? Now, that would be something. (laughs) That would be something. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of teams that don't really do anything, the Angels. There was a graphic on Twitter the other day that showed... The last decade, I want to say, of what every team has done. So teams that made the playoffs, team that teams that won at least one round in the playoffs, teams that made the ALCS, teams that won the World Series, and then there were the teams that hadn't done anything. And the Angels were in the group that um, because when were they last in the playoffs? Was it 2014? And thinking about the players that they have, Trout and Otani, just those two two of the best players that have ever played the game and definitely two of the best players that we've seen this century so far and they have nothing to show for it now i don't know about the whole otani wants to stay on the west coast thing which was why he didn't even you know like the yankees didn't even try for him when he was coming over because he basically was like i'm not going to the east coast but i think after experiencing playing in anaheim and never getting a team around you that does anything it's possible that some team on the east coast could persuade him to move it would be great if it was the yankees um but it could be the mets they have the money to do it steve cohen doesn't care about the luxury tax and the nl has the dh so (laughs) that'll be an interesting thing next season we'll see that's also true. Win or lose the World Series, the Yankees should always be deep in talks with guys like Otani and Soto, especially your franchise is worth $6 billion. That is very true. I don't know. Brian Reynolds is good, but I don't know if he's Volpe and Peraza good. I don't know. I feel like that's too high of a price for Brian Reynolds. Otani, yes, but not Brian Reynolds. I don't think so. Um, Yes, that's true. RC Cola says, we may talk bad about Hal, but Artie hasn't done any, uh, doesn't, hasn't done Trout or Otani any favors. I swear I can read. I swear. Um, Now, Artie Moreno's trying to sell the Angels, right? Which people think could help the team, you know, if another person takes over and actually does something to make that team relevant again. Because it's almost a crime, that those guys, You don't see those guys on national TV unless they're in the All-Star game. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Now, you see the Yankees all the time, and you're going to see Carlos Rodon pitch for the Yankees for the, at least the next six years, which is really cool. So I'm going to refresh Twitter and see if there's anything new about Rodon and the Yankees. But I doubt it, because I think we got all the info. Six years, $162 million, and... No trade and no opt-outs, at least according to Brendan Cuddy. But things are coming in drips and drabs, and we shall have. There you go. Brian Hoke says, Hal Steinbrenner promised Aaron Judge that they could handle his contract and still do more to improve the the Cubs. The Cubs? Hal Steinbrenner's not trying to improve the Cubs. The club. By adding Carlos Rodon, the Yankees delivered. Amen. That is true. See? Hal wasn't lying to Aaron Judge. Pretty cool. So say something in the chat. Let me know what you think about Rodone, because that's... Yeah, that's true. I said it on yesterday's show. Rodone had 238, 238 strikeouts. Cole had 257. (laughs) That's a lot of strikeouts between two pitchers on the team. That's pretty awesome. And that's why we don't need Nestor Cortez to strike out a whole bunch of people. He just needs to be Nestor Cortez. So yeah, that is a, that's a cool front three of the rotation, top three of the rotation. You know, whatever the order is, that's amazing. So yeah, Hal kept his promise to Aaron Judge and he is helping build a better team around him. Because... It's not Angels bad, but Aaron Judge should have at least one World Series, maybe two, under his belt right now. And he doesn't because the Yankees, they tried to make some moves and some moves didn't work. So maybe this will. Maybe this will. Anything else? No. Yes. Yes i'm not sure rc cola um as of right now can we beat the astros and win the world series i mean okay here's the thing (laughs) the thing that's annoying about the sweep against the astros is game one was winnable okay going into game one i thought to myself Nah, they'll probably lose this one but it was winnable until boone screwed it up and actually game two was winnable too let's not go down that road because I, you know, I can't have the show be 40 minutes long because I can't yell about Aaron Boone. This is a happy, positive show. The Yankees got Carlos Rodon, Hal Steinbrenner kept his promise to Aaron judge that he would improve the team around him. And right now, Cole, Cortez and Rodon. That's a really good rotation. Just those three right there. Then you got Luis Severino if he stays healthy, which is always a big if, but when he's healthy, he's amazing too. And uh, yeah, I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs. You never know. You know, I think it's to the point where the Yankees are a little more competitive with Houston and it wouldn't be a sweep in the ALCS if they played against them right now as the teams are constructed going into 2023. Um, Do I see them winning? They could. They could. Did anyone think the Nationals were going to beat Houston in 2019? No. And if you say yes, you're lying. So, yeah, it's really, it's it's almost a mental thing with the Yankees. It really is. They just have to somehow get over that hump. And speaking of the Nationals, their hump was not being able to make it out of the division series. And before that season even started, they had a camel at spring training. To help them get over the hump. Now we all know the Nationals were 18 and 31 at one point, and then they went on a crazy run and they, you know, went through the playoffs and won the World Series. So the Yankees have to get over their hump, which is Houston in the playoffs. So maybe during spring training, they need to get a camel. Does the Tampa's Tampa's Zoo have? Um, or maybe Bush Gardens. They can get one from Bush Gardens. I'm pretty sure they have camels in that place. Um, they can bring a camel to spring training, and the Yankees can get over their Houston hump. <laughs> I think. I think that might have to be. That might. That should be the solution to the Yankees' problem. We'll see. That's also true. That's also true, Justin. But it was. The Nationals winning all the games on the road is insane. That was a fun World Series to watch. Howie Kendrick. Dink. Off the foul pole. Just, I mean, I screamed. And I don't usually scream when I watch other teams in the World Series, but I was so happy because that was just amazing. So, yeah, Carlos Rodon is a Yankee. Hallelujah. So thank you for joining me for this live episode. And, um... Yeah, we can be happy about this. Ten days before Christmas, Yankee fans got a Christmas present. We have a formidable rotation right now. And uh, the Yankees still have more work to do in the offseason. They still need a left fielder. And, you know, they they might be able to do other stuff. Because Hal might be doing that whole 2008-2009 thing and saying, forget the luxury tax. Let's just buy a team and make it really good. And, again, Steve Cohen lighting a fire under Hal Steinbrenner's butt. Thank you, Mr. Cohen. So that is it for this live episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember you can listen to this show on every podcasting platform available. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Thank you for joining me tonight on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button, comment, click the bell so you know when our videos go up. And thanks for making us reach 1600 subscribers. That is very cool. And thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So enjoy your Thursday night. Be happy about the Yankees getting Carlos Rodon, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.